creators. Today we're devoting our gratitude to you and the internet and the various listening platforms that have brought us together today. The incredible shared spheres of consciousness made possible by your car. Or your desk. Or your gym. Good for you if you're at the gym. Congrats. Well, today we're talking about dun, da, 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 da. sensory deprivation float tanks. What? Huh? We're going deep on them. We are going deep. Well, like 11 inches deep because that's how deep they are. Pretty much as deep as my vagina. Whoa. Um, okay. <laughs> Actually, I think it's like a cool six. <laughs> how okay. deep is your love? That's, the, that's what that song is about. Yeah. Sensory deprivation is what I call when you're having sex with me. <laughs> Damn. Um, so we have we had this float tank experience yes. in Pasadena, California. Do not be scared. I honestly was very timid on yeah. this. I was like, I do not know if this sounds enjoyable. But then we went and this place was so cool. It was magical. So a breakdown essentially of what it is, it's a... A shallow bath of okay, 11 but it's inches. in its own room. You open a door, like right. almost like a space station pod situation. Exactly. You get in. They slowly kind of cut off all of your senses. But you control it. You turn off sure. the lights. The music slowly goes off. The lights go off. And then you're left to your own devices for about an hour. You're floating in 11 inches of seawater, basically. And the whole idea is you're just sitting with yourself. Yeah. And the time flies. Definitely. And I only had a minor freak out at the beginning. <laughs> and then it was it was pretty good. I had some trouble sitting still. Mm-hmm. But I think that now that and, – and first I'll start by saying that the concept of it is to really bring your meditation practice to another level because you, your distractions are completely – it's kind of like facilitating of the meditation because it's like all the external, yeah, like you're saying, all the external stuff is taken away and so it's you have kind of no choice but to surrender, right. I think. So now that I know what the whole spiel is, I feel as if I'm really excited to go back and incorporate it into more of my wellness routine. But the first time was a little like... I was a little. You were pushing your body back and forth. Assessing, the yeah, walls I couldn't of the pool. not stop moving. <laughs> like a fun child. But uh, we have Jim Hefner, mm-hmm. the owner of Just Float, which is the amazing facilities where we got to try this practice out. I um, mean, you as guys, our guest today, it's incredible. So we'll get into it. What was your biggest takeaway from the experience, Steph? Well, my biggest takeaway was on the positive side. Like I meditate every day, but I've only been doing like ten or twelve minutes because I'm. I I even treat that like it's a scheduled thing and Mm -hmm. I make it like stressy. And what I realize is the importance of, first of all, more time. Like that thing was an hour and it went by so quickly that now for me to set my timer for 30 minutes is like no thing. And I understand how quickly that can go by if you're just like relaxed and in it. And I felt so aware aware of how important it is to take time for yourself after that like it was crazy and they have you writing in that book and I wrote something and I wish that I took a picture of it so I could remember it every day honestly yeah they have at at this particular location they have a book where people can write in their experiences they have like a real world style confessional room where you can do a video confessional about how you felt they really foster the idea of transformation and 
exploring yourself and the practice, which was really cool. I feel like it was the beginning of me elevating my practice, actually. But I Ooh. will say, if you go, you really need to make sure those uh, earplugs are in there because mm-hmm. I got a slight case of the swimmer's ear afterwards. But um, maybe you guys aren't pussies and your ears are totally fine. So those are our tips. But yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk to Jim and find out the whole uh, whole deal with the thing. But I will say that we we recorded this interview on site and high on meditation. We teams. sound real damn chill. So I think I was sitting on the floor like a baby Buddha. Not sure if I'm even audible, but we'll see. We're excited to welcome Just Float founder and float guru oh. Jim Hefner to the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for having hey. us today. My, my pleasure. So just in case the listeners aren't aware, we just had our floating experience. Is that what people call it? Yeah. Yeah. Float therapy, uh, flotation tanks, um, formerly known as isolation tanks or sensory deprivation tanks. Oh. We, we steer away from that language, but too ominous. Was that the, <laughs> yeah. Is it the same thing as yeah. that? Yes, it is. Oh, interesting. But when I thought of sensory deprivation tanks, I was always like, my head's in a bag. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, precisely why we've ditched that language. Yeah. Much more accessible. Float therapy. So tell us, first of all, break down what float therapy is for the, the, the ABC's simple version. Sure. Um, small enclosed room with a large bathtub-like thing in the bottom of it. Um, 11 inches of warm water, and in that 11 inches of water, there's, at least here, there's 1,300 pounds of dissolved Epsom salt. Wow. And all that Epsom salt is what allows you to float with no effort on your back. Um, Water temperature is the same as the surface of your skin. It's about 95 degrees. Um, So floating in water that's the same temperature as your skin, after a while, you begin to lose the perception of where your body ends and the water begins. And the part of your brain that's responsible for your skin, sort of your tactile feedback, that two-way communication thing that happens, there's nothing for your brain to do, so it slows down. And as you just saw, when you turn the light off, it's black. Yeah. There's not a drop of light in there. And it's also soundproof. So all these things combined um, are sort of reducing the stimulus to your brain, which helps it slow way down, as you just found out. Yeah. And based off the expression on your face, <laughs> this is what happened. <laughs> I know. I feel so good. At first, I I was having trouble relaxing, which I'm sure is very common. Absolutely. But I wasn't, like, anxious. I just was like, this is more fun and weird than I expected it to be. <laughs> Elizabeth and I both talked about how we were pushing ourselves off the walls, like – little kids and being reminded of that childlike feeling I think is what ended up leading me into the relaxed place good in a strange way so tell us about why float tanks what are the benefits what what's the point well it, I, I, I could use the word relaxation as you just experienced but relaxation um, it, the word sort of doesn't really do it just as people think relaxed I can sit on my couch and have a cup of wine or watch TV and I will be relaxed. But it's a different thing that happens here. Um, Really, sort of the physical benefits, of course, is floating in water with no effort. Um, Your spine gets nice and long, get all stretched out. It's very comfortable. Um, There's no pressure points on you. Um, Even your most uh, sort of brilliant bed will have some sort of pressure. You'll notice the bed under you. Floating in water, of course, there's none of that. I became like hyper aware of my legs. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, these things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So, um, and then the, 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 the sensory reduction stuff is the thing about sort of slowing your mind way down. Um, and it's a very unique state, um, that's just sort of not really available to us. And, and, um, it's, 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 it's a tool for meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to sort of look for the very close parallels, um, certainly the, the research and the information on meditation is in and sort of, you know, flowing in daily, as you well know, sure. um, all the benefits, everybody sort of getting, you know, moving towards it. And certainly floating is very much in that same space. Now you mentioned earlier that you, when you get new clients, you sort of stray from using that kind of language. The, the, the general sort of broader populace, um, they're just now getting comfortable with the word meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe a year or two from now, it will be much uh, sort of people have a different perception of it, hopefully. It's still very like this to me, at least to me, this year sort of seems like the year that, that, that meditation is sort of going mainstream. That mm. everybody, Everybody's talking about it. Um, and uh, yeah, and we're just uh, again, we have sort of the, the perfect vehicle for practicing that thing. It seems like a really beautiful way to bridge the gap, like between the people who aren't ready for that language, but like want it and crave it and need it as we all do. And mm-hmm. like the first thing I thought when I got out was like, oh, there's no reason why my meditation needs to be only 20 minutes a day. Uh huh. Like an if an hour can go by that quickly. Yeah. And what and, and what you will find, and this is the really one of the other great things about floating. Of course, we we we're big advocates for this being part of people's regular wellness practice. Of just course. Kind of like you have sort of a daily, what I would call sort of your daily dry practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we see a lot of people that float at least once, sometimes twice a week. It's very very common. Wow. Um, and because of the state um, or or how you feel right now, what just happened to you. Um, unless you're a very seasoned meditator, you haven't been able to do that before. And that's kind of answers your question about why floating, what is this? Well, by removing all the distractions and sort of putting you in that environment, your, a little bit of mindfulness or meditation experience goes a very long way in the float tank. Mm -hmm. Um, and the kind of the, the follow on point that I'll make to that is that what you'll find is that your regular daily practice or your dry practice will actually improve because what just happened to you most likely in the float tank, you've probably never been there before. I mean, I'm pretty sure I was asleep. Oh, well, that, well, <laughs> then you've probably done that before. Like towards the end. Yeah. This, you, get, you get to that like Shavasana place. Well, it's, it's definitely the, the ultimate Shavasana for sure. Yeah. Um, and drifting right along that line of asleep or awake is, is fairly common. Um, and um, certainly next time if you are in a really good, good space and you don't want to fall asleep, just open your eyes. Mm. And the physical act of having your eyes open, you can't fall asleep with your eyes open. Oh, wow. Interesting. And that will sort of keep you in that little happy spot without sort of drifting over you know, to sort of the sleep cycle. Um, people with um, anxiety disorders and P- you know, certainly guys, we, we have a couple of guys we treat here for PTSD, um, you know, blood pressure. Um, you can, it's a very, it's a pretty long, exhaustive list. Um, and is there like an arthritis component, like an inflammation mm-hmm. reduction? Cause I, I feel something in my joints that's like a sense of a harmony. Yeah. Um, there is a very good, um, sort of reduction in stress response. So, yeah. if, there's, so if there's anything that's particularly, you know, so, so arthritis sort of having that chronic low level or, or sometimes high level pain in those areas, um, getting reduction in that that's, that's very common. Um, the, 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 re- the release of pain, um, not just in your joints, but everywhere. That's also commonly reported back. We treat people for fibromyalgia as another one, um, sort of this all over chronic 
pain thing. They have a couple of people that are pretty severely um, debilitated, and they come and they float, and they're, I mean, I've had more than one person sobbing on my shoulder after their float, like, oh, my God, I haven't felt this good in, you know, pick a number of years. Wow. Wow. So over time, do you does it reverse things in that way? Just because I feel like sometimes when people are sick, they you become so attached to that feeling that mm-hmm. there's no there seems like there's no light or way to change it. And then when you experience like an instant or an hour of release, you're like, oh, maybe there is a light at the end of this tunnel. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. I certainly couldn't sort of point to that and say, yeah, that's going to be true. We've been only we've been open for eight months here, yeah. um, so I don't really have this long um, sort of track record of of monitoring people over time. Um, what I what I will say, and I'm comfortable saying, is is that um, most modern sort of ailments, that long list that we just ran through, um, are exacerbated by stress. Gravity. Like, 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 yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. Aging is Our real, senses. Aging, yeah. aging is really bad for you, yes. Yeah. Um, but because all of these things are made much worse by stress, um, if you sort of flip that coin over by reducing the stress load or making people generally feel better, we can also... Um, reverse a lot of those things as well. Right. So I, I think kind of longer term, yeah, there's there, there's a lot that can be done here. Wonderful. What brought you to floating? <laughs> um, I had heard about floating probably at this point is about seven years ago, um, and it still took me about four years to actually find some place to float. And it was actually three years ago last month, and... Um, my wife was uh, seven months pregnant with our first child, and I'm like, "Oh, hey, look, honey, this is you know, you know, pregnant women really love to float as well because you're free of baby and baby's not pushing on you, and you want to go check this out." Okay, cool. We so we drove an hour and kind of went to these older school type tanks and hopped in there and and um, floated for an hour and um, was completely moved and blown away by what had happened and what what that thing was and. Um, uh, my background is I'm a serial entrepreneur, MBA, um, built lots of different businesses, different types of businesses throughout my career, um, and stepped out of the tank. And I was like, this is it. I'm done. Um, changing careers. People need access to this thing. People have to have this. This is profound. Um, and I don't know what or where or how that looks like, but I'm going to do this. And um, yeah, and sold off one of my businesses two months later and started this journey of building the sort of biggest and most advanced float center in the world and we manufacture our own tanks and all the water and air quality stuff here is super sublime we hired the best engineers in the country for all of the stuff um and there's no you know i can very comfortably say there's no float center anywhere in the world like this one i was gonna compliment you on how beautiful it is i mean it feels like the future (laughs) <laughs> it's like if the future is just pristine and beautiful, and I want to immediately jump inside of it. Oh. Um, and it's it's quite complex what you've created. Yeah. How many are there here? We have eleven tanks. Wow. Um, but thank you for the compliment. That's very kind. It's of like you. a space station up in here. Yeah. Well, yeah, and we uh, yeah I appreciate that, and I'm of course. Send out. I'm like yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> just, nod- just nodding head quietly over there. Again. Great for podcasting. <laughs> Um, you know, and certainly, um, we have the, the, the idea of stepping into that tank and being alone and, and where you can go, um, inside your own brain is pretty infinite. And I'm still, 
um, completely blown away by my own floating and moved every time I floated this morning. And um, I don't know, I probably got close to a couple hundred floats now. And um, still I'm as moved as the very first time I did it. And, and where I get to go and travel inside my own brain um, is amazing and it's beautiful and it's profound. And it's, it's, um, I'm, I'm blessed to do what I do. And, and, um, and you two just had it as well. And that's, that's really why I'm here is to share that thing. I know it's awesome. It's like if a space station was a spa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You said you, you floated um, over 100 times now. Co- yeah, a co- couple, couple, couple hundred couple times. Hundred. Okay, yeah. that would make sense. How has your health progressed? Well, he's still I, here. Yeah, still, still here. here. This is good. This is good. Um, <laughs> I am probably a poor example of that only in that the amount of effort and hours per week it took to build this place um, it was fairly abnormal. Mm-hmm. I've been doing 80 to 100 hour weeks for the last two years. Whoa. Had maybe maybe four days off in two years. Um, just now within the last month of hitting a point um, where I can actually take more time off and sort of down to a regular sane working schedule. Good. You know, like 30 or 40 hours feels luxurious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, however, having said that, having been through this very intense frenetic period of, of of work and strain and stress and pressure and, and doing this thing that sort of nobody's ever done it sort of this big or, or like this before. Um, a lot of stress, a lot of pressure, a lot of intensity. Um, and I'm, you know, and as you pointed out, I'm still here. Was your background, cause I'm looking at the wall and there's a lot of kind of like sacred imagery around this place. And you have this beautiful center after when, when you come out, you sit and you journal and there's adult coloring books, which if you knew Elizabeth, <laughs> you would know that you're really pandering. <laughs> That's not beneath us. <laughs> um, but was did were you a meditator? Were you on a spiritual path? Or did you just recognize when you did it that that's what this was about? Um, I, I would say more failed meditator when I found floating. Um, Don't be so hard on yourself. No, it's okay. No, it's, no, it's fair. Um, or, or, or early in my practice, shall we say. Yeah, I like that. Um, and, and certainly now as I've fallen more in love with floating and as I've sort of moved along and have um, become sort of more spiritual seeking and finding more language and certainly having people come through here that have these different sort of backgrounds or experiences or the Reiki practitioners or the Hare Krishna people or whatever it is, these type of people that well, come through I would here. pay money to see a Hare Krishna person in here. Oh, okay. I want to do that. <laughs> That's a show. <laughs> the Hare uh, Krishna who floats. Flow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, or certainly people that are familiar with the temple over there in, in, yeah. in Culver City. Um, you know, so um, so so not really. Um, I, I, it took me about two, a little over two years to figure out why I, or, or what I, why I think I fell in love with it so quickly. And um, my background, um, sort of my, besides the, the crazy work thing, that I go through these periods of very intense work, and then I don't work for a couple of years. And then I work, and then I don't work for a couple of years. And during those off times... Um, I'm an outdoor like adventure athlete, so I rock climb and I, totally I surf, get that vibe surf from you. and <laughs> race, race, race mountain bikes. And I was a ski racer when I was younger, and all this very sort of intense focus things um, that are all very present moment aware, and they're all flow state kind of things. Yeah. Um, and like I said, it took me over two years to figure. Out. I was like, oh yeah, this kind thing. of feels like that same thing. It's without thought. It's without distraction. But yet I'm still and I'm safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you did have a practice. It just wasn't. It was different. The traditional. Yeah. You know, sitting and mm-hmm. thinking mm-hmm. or not thinking. 
Yeah, and now um, you know, and now I have a, a daily dry practice as well, and I'm in, you know falling more in love with that as well, and how it makes me feel. And what I look, does that and I look, look like? No, I I just you know I, I do guided meditation um, mm-hmm. often. Often I'll just sort of sit and be mindful of my breath, or doing you know I have you know sort of a half a dozen different kinds of breathing techniques and breath holds and ventilation things that I will do and pacing. Um, and it's all amazing and it's beautiful. And I, I, I look forward to that part of my day, I, um, which is very interesting because the, the rest of my life has been just completely defined by action and movement and whether it's sort of work or career or hobbies. And this is not that at all. And I, and I, and I love it as much. What I love about what you're saying is that f- the practice of floating has, has led you on that path. Like you don't mm-hmm. have to come to it from that space. It's sort of like the open door of the facilitator to, to be like, oh yeah, that's something that I need to be experiencing. Mm-hmm. And that's like the first thought that I had when I got out was like just the value of taking time to make space for yourself and like to create an authenticity around your experience. Mm-hmm. I did never expected to have those thoughts <laughs> after getting out of that tank. And yeah, and it is a motivator to to be on that path. And it mm-hmm. comes in such a strange package, which I really, really like. And it's like an experience. You know, I think people, like we did, um, we went to this thing where we saw, we experienced a meditating tool, the Muse device. Oh, uh, yes. And I, fe- I find that it's helpful to people to have, I don't want to say like a gag, because that's not what this is, but to have something that they can attach to that's not just like, hey, go sit in silence for a while. It's not an yeah. easy thing to do. So when mm-hmm. you have an activity around it, it's really, it's a beautiful thing, and it's so cool that you're doing this. Yeah, using, yeah, the Muse, I'm familiar with that, and using that sort of that, that, that neurofeedback loop thing and a little bit of technology. And, and it's definitely, um, is, is a bridge, you know? And, yeah, a bridge, and, great word. And, and floating is a bridge as well. I mean, we're using technology to, to sort of do the same thing. And um, certainly if you had uh, many decades to go sit in a cave, you could achieve the same thing that just happened. But... Um, uh, your podcasters and you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's $60 a float mm-hmm. and then you have various packages, but mm-hmm. is this something that like somebody can like treat themselves to once in a while? You mentioned people coming in once a week, but mm-hmm. a lot of our listeners, you know, we're gals on budget. Sure. So, <laughs> or boys. Um, so, is this something that someone can do like once in a while as a treat? Yeah, and for still sure. Get- yeah, for, yeah, for sure. Um, the the benefit behind the regular floating is is to begin to recognize um, sort of when your feeling is changing. So how you feel now is, of course, is how you would like to walk through life all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you feel like very open, very heart open, and very grounded, and very calm, and very at peace, and all those things. That's how. Um, you would like to feel all the time, most people anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, the regular floating thing, um, you begin to become, sort of notice the pattern when you're not like that. Sure. So mm. you're sort of connecting the dots between your float experiences. Um, so my thought would be as well, you know, certainly the time and the cost for floating is, is um, you know, it, 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 it's a bummer. I, you know, I, I get it. Um, You're like, but I built this thing on my bare hands. No, I get it. I've been, you know, poor college student, no money and, you know, eating, eating ramen for months. I, you know, I, I get it. Yeah. You know, there's, you know, there's a hurdle to using this. Um, 
But to even come have the experience at least once or, or on some sort of regular interval, if it's, you know, whatever. You know, once twi- a month. Twice a year, once a month even, whatever it is. Um, and to use that along with kind of a regular practice. It doesn't have to be sort of sit, you know, sit on a cushion and be still and chant, but just be mindful of how you feel and how you're moving through the day. Um, and floating, I think, can, can do that. Um, you know, certainly when you walk back out the door right now, if you get back on the freeway and start yelling at people, I can't help you with that. That's our vibe generally. Yeah. So. <laughs> Maybe some talk therapy in tandem with floating would help you. <laughs> what about just your daily practice? You mentioned your dry practice, but mm-hmm. to create a space such as this that, that opens people up to, mm-hmm. to an inner consciousness, what do you do for yourself? Besides the floating in my regular meditation, yeah. I just try to be mindful and be kind. I mean, just try to be a good, you know, a good person. And um, sort of the, this, you know, the, 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 the golden rule is very simple um, and try to just abide by that and just. What's the golden rule? You're, you're kidding, right? No. Really? Yeah. Be, I had bad treat, parents. Treat, <laughs> <laughs> treat, treat others how you would like to be oh, treated. Oh, well, I know that. Okay, okay. sure, sure. Or, yes. Namaste. <laughs> Make Namaste. your friends keep the old yeah, one. One is silver, silver and the other is gold. gold. Although that's pretty <laughs> that's rude. That's a very terrible saying. Just kidding. That, like, different that, like, rule. puts your friends <laughs> in categories. Oh, the Racist. golden rule, treat others as you'd like to be treated. Sure. Hi, I'm 30. <laughs> Just learn that. <laughs> cool. So we are so blessed to live in Los Angeles, so very close to this location. But what would you recommend for our listeners who aren't in the L.A. area? How can they find access to floating? Um, there's a website, flotationlocations.com. Love that. Ty- type in type in your zip code. Um, find a float center that's near, sort of nearest you. Um, certainly, you know, rural parts of America might be a little bit tough. You might have to drive. Um, but if you can't get access to a float tank, a float tank, um, there are a lot of really great, um, sort of, uh, you know, apps or, or tools out there for meditation. Certainly Headspace is the one that's blowing up. Um, I actually prefer the app Calm, um, is a really lovely, well, well done app. Um, or, um, there's just all sorts of free resources out there as well, you know, whether YouTube or other podcasts or on being podcast, um, you know, and to, be aware that you can learn to manage how you feel and how you think and how you move through the world. And this is entirely possible. So That's beautiful. I love that. This has been so amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. I would like to get back in the tank now. Yeah, so um, again, <laughs> Just Float is located in Pasadena, California. Mm-hmm. And um, you have a website we can find yep, it Yep, yep, justfloat.com. We're on all the social channels as well. At um, Just Float? Yep, at Just Float. Okay. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, we're all over the place. Uh, we put out lots of really great content as well. We're not just you know jamming up the stream with nonsense. Um, we, we put a lot of sort of um, time and money into interesting images or ideas or supporting things that we're doing. Um, so, yeah, check us out. Come float. Awesome. Fantastic. Thank you so Thank much, you Jim. so much. Yes, that's a retrograde. We're back, not as chill as we were just now. We're back. So we're going to do a quick listener comment that I'm very appreciative of. Let us know. This came from Chelsea via Instagram messages. Sup, girl? Direct message. It's going down in the DM. Oh, it's finally going down in the DM. I've been waiting for this day. So we've been talking, we've mentioned a few times about uh, 
the idea of clarity and what we're doing with our old stuff, donating it. Mm -hmm. So this lovely listener said to us, I just wanted to mention that the past few episodes are about cutting down on waste and clearing your spaces out, which I'm totally on board with. I just wanted to mention that when it comes to donating items to women's shelters, homeless shelters, etc., they are looking for new items. Emphasis on new items, guys. She interns at a domestic violence agency, and she says um, what she learned as far as clothing, towels, canned goods, etc., most shelters have an abundance of these and don't have the space to store them anymore. So for those looking to donate to a homeless shelter or domestic violence shelter, your best bets are gift cards, cell phones, to either change their number from their abuser or to help them get a job if they don't have one at all, or full-size toiletries. We love that information. I actually didn't know any of that so it's kind of a complicated issue too because I remember I looked into this like last year and I had a bunch of stuff that I was going to donate to Goodwill and then randomly I just asked them like where do you put all this stuff and because I know it doesn't all go to the stores right and they're like well we take we go through some of it some of it goes to the stores and then what we don't use goes they vacuum seal it and they just have like a giant warehouse where they put everything right well I think sometimes when it comes to like household stuff and clothing and that kind of thing like do a clothing swap or first that. with yeah. your friends that's stage one and then uh find some direct donation spots yeah but that was really good information in terms of the shelters so like let's not bombard them with our old crap let's help them with new stuff yeah thank you chelsea um, it's time for Roses and Thorns. Roses and Thorns? Why don't we have a record contract yet? I really don't know. Um, what do you have? So, you go first. Okay, well, I just got <laughs> back from New York last night. Same, just kidding. I had the opportunity to go check out this very cool event brought to you by The Numinous. Are you familiar with that website? Indeed I am. So, their whole thing, it's Material Girl meets a mystical world, so they cover fashion, culture, and modern cosmic thinking for the new age. So, They're just like us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's a very cool source, you guys, uh, online for like tarot and all things new agey and fun. We love them. Roxo, Alexander Roxo, who's our previous guest um, from Be Here Now, she's a contributor and she yeah. writes a monthly sex column for them. So I got to meet the founder, Ruby, who is so lovely, and she was hosting this retrograde centered event where they did uh, like a tarot for the retrograde with the astro twins and they did like a breathing meditation for the retrograde and like a whole space clearing thing. They had three different workshops. It was really fantastic and um, they're going to probably do another one at the end of the summer here in LA hopefully. So we'll keep that on your guys's radar but just the website in general is super cool. I just wanted to open your minds up to that. Cool. Well, thank you, Elizabeth. And just New York's a rose, always. Mm-hmm. Until it's your thorn. <laughs> I, yeah, until it tries to kill you and then you leave. Exactly. I also was doing some traveling. I was in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada this past weekend doing stand-up with Ben Glee, which was really fun. Former guest. Um, yeah, and uh, my rose from that ex- – I have a rose and a thorn from that experience. The rose is that he asked me very last minute to go – and my gut was like, you should go. And then my judgment brain had all these other reasons, like, why I shouldn't go. And, like, you know, it's last minute and I have to buy a plane ticket right now. And, you know, just everything that you put in front of just, like, following Logistics. your instincts. Yeah. 
And then I consulted with you and I consulted with two other people and everyone was like, go. And so it was like a really rose-filled lesson on sticking with that gut voice and being conscious of when it starts to become, you know, like something that I struggle with is listening to that, wondering which voices to listen to of like on the positive and the negative. But I feel like learning to distill it to the first reaction that you have is like when you start to really live in your truth. Mm -hmm. And so I'm on this tip of like going with that and like also following my curiosity, like anything that like kind of interests me or, or takes, gets my attention. I'm just trying to like go into that. Um, like in Alberta, there was this little gluten-free bake shop that I saw in my search for a Starbucks and I was like, I should go in there. And then my other voice was like, but you have to cross the street. (laughs) And it was like, I'm so lazy to just like explore my curiosities. Like I've been deconditioned or like just deadened inside in my adult (laughs) life. But I went in and it was run by this beautiful lady, Nadja, who ended up having like this incredible spiritual conversation with me about like the artist's soul. And like, it was just really beautiful. So... Follow your fucking curiosity. That's my rose right now. She's punching her hand to I bring in the point in mean case you it, guys y'all. were wondering what that noise was. Because that is your truth. That is your soul, your spirit saying, this is what you about, dude. That's how my soul talks. Yeah. Um, and then my thorn from that trip was that there is a crazy wildfire in Canada right now in Fort McMurray, which is right outside Alberta. They have like 80,000 people who have been displaced. Um, so they need all the help they can get. So we're going to link to the Red Cross if you want to donate anything. I know we have some Canadian listeners because when I posted a picture from the fucking chapters, which is Canadian Barnes and Noble, it's exactly Barnes and Noble. Why do you have to change the name? Canada is such a strange place. I love you guys, but it's like, it's it's literally like America, just like slightly askew. Um, but a lot of people were like, you should come here. They thought we were both there together. It was cute. Um, so... Go to the Red Cross and donate what you can because they are going to need, you know, I don't know when they're going to be able to go back to their home. They were calling the fire a fire of biblical proportion. It's, Oy. yeah, it's really crazy. But they came to the shows and everyone was like, a lot of people were coming up to me after and saying, you know, I just think it's so important to laugh in a time like this. And it was just like a beautiful reminder of the simplicity. Like, I couldn't believe that my dick jokes were, like, giving them refuge from their, you know, this tragedy. And it was such, like, a Well, cool, I can, I Steph. Mean, they're that good. No, they're not. They're not <laughs> even. It just was like, oh, yeah, this is an important thing. And so we should help them out. Laughter's wellness. Yeah. And Ben wanted to donate half of his uh, merch sales, but... Dude, his he was getting so affected by the retrogrades, it was crazy. He tried to update his phone and it erased all of his contacts. And then he sold all these CDs and then none of them were playing. It was like every single thing. I was like, Mercury's fucking you up, dude. Aww. It's real. I know. Um, so yeah, I feel like that's my Roses and Thorns Canada Roundup. The retrograde is so real. So wanted to touch on a previous episode discussion of composting where we had a little bit of misinformation and we're looking for the right information. So those green bins here in California for compost are actually only for yard waste, not food waste. Mm -hmm. We stand corrected. Mm -hmm. So um, here's three solutions that we looked into for those of us in California and take these and apply them as you can. And don't stop... Looking, if you don't live in California, like, figure it out. Go to Google. (laughs) Um, So you can create your own compost and 
dig it in your backyard. Or you can, if you don't have a backyard, you can create a compost uh, bin in your home. They, there are compost bags that um, are biodegradable that you can get on Thrive Market, and then you can take that to a local compost facility, which is a little bit more difficult, but it, it is possible. And maybe even like a cute community garden moment. Yeah, I feel like that's a great way to bring people together and save the planet. Oh yeah, really cute. Mm. Um, so you we're know, gonna. I'm gonna keep gonna, looking into we're that. We're gonna continue looking into this. Um, and there needs to be a better solution, an easier solution, and some programs in place that really foster this type of practice. Mm-hmm. So, call to action, guys. Anyway. 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 Oh, and one more sort of rose, sort of awesomeness. We just launched a deals page on thatsoretrograde.com. Oh, my God. Backslash deals. Hi. Which features a great deal of amazing. Was that a pun? Previous. Yeah. <laughs> previous guests that we've had, such as like Boda Modern Wellness, Lola Tampons, uh, Thrive. Thrive Market. We So that we have deals running Report. with all of these fabulous brands that retrograde listeners can get a little discount. And we've just added half off your first Just Float Float, mm-hmm. um, which is $30 instead of $60, which is kind of amazing. You guys better jump on it. So try it out and hopefully maybe you can settle in to your, to your first one a little easier than myself. Now that you kind of know the vibe. No judgment. And enjoy it. So again, that's That's So Retrograde backslash deals. And as usual, tune in to us at So Retrograde on Instagram and Twitter. That's So Retrograde at gmail.com. Write us a nice iTunes review, maybe, please. Maybe, thank you. You guys are so fantastic. Thank you for listening. Keep writing us. Keep letting us know what's uh, resonating with you on the show. We love reading it. And uh, that's all for today. I'm Elizabeth Cott. And I'm Stephanie Simbari. Namaste, Namaste listening. listening. Yes, that's a retrograde.